Welcome to the Still Training Podcast. These are intended for our still-approved dealers and garden centres. If you're a still customer, thank you for listening, but please be aware that this episode may mention training resources and processes not available to the general public. Thank you for listening. You're listening to the Still Training Podcast. Hello, we're back again with another Still Training Podcast episode this time delving into the relatively new world of Still Connected. As always, I've convinced some special guests to contribute, this time in the form of Johnny, our product manager, and product training team manager, Ben. I hope to run for about 15 minutes, and you're going to find plenty of other episodes available on various topics, on the off chance that you're feeling sad that it ended too soon. So, let's crack on. Connected is a deceptively big topic for such a small device, so a quick disclaimer today, I'll only have time to cover some of the key topics. If you are brand new to Connected, there's a fantastically in-depth FAQ available online, and probably the quickest way to find that is just typing Still Connected FAQ into a search engine. We've also got a webinar recording available on Still Training, uh, where Tom's gone through all the layers of Connected too. So if this is your first time looking into Connected, I'd recommend looking at those before going headfirst into this episode. So before I introduce my first guest, how would I summarise Connected in under a minute? Well, a connector is a Bluetooth device placed on a tool that records the runtime and it syncs this information on the user's phone via the Still Connected app. This is great for making sure that maintenance tasks are done at the correct time and the tools are kept in the best shape possible. It can also use the GPS on your phone to give live updates on the machine's location as well. If you've got a fleet of machines, you can go online to the Pro Portal to see all of this information in the same place. And if you're a dealer, which I hope if you're listening to this you are, you can also access this information via the Dealer Portal. uh, And this can help you to aid servicing and all the workshop activities. In my experience, a lot of the same questions crop up from customers, and to help discuss these, I'm joined by Johnny. Johnny, please, can you introduce yourself? Hi, yeah, I'm Johnny Twelve Trees. I'm the product manager here at Still GB. Thanks for your time today. So, my first question is in regard to using the connectors on third-party machines. Are there any limitations for using them on non-Still machines? And if not, where can we recommend they're placed on the machine? Like, is there a rule to stick to? So first of all, yes, um, they can be used on third parties and we, we entirely encourage that because that's all part of the fleet management system um, that we we want to push and and help our uh, customers at still with that. So third party, absolutely. And it can work on anything that's generating um, an electrical signal, so an alternating signal. And what we say for combustion engine machines is anywhere around a coil or unspark plug area is best. So our manual says, um, or in the still app, it says 10 centimetres, around about four inches. And then, of course, depending on casings and things like that, it can be further. It may be closer um, in some cases. Uh, obviously, we can't test everything. But everything that I've tried it on third party works a charm. Yeah, it's been the same for me too. So I've tested it on some things around the house. Uh, and before I've removed the sticky back and made it permanent, you can just hold it in place and test the connection before you secure it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you can put it down with uh, yeah, a bit of duct tape on there. That's what I've done just to make sure that it's working. Check it running for a little bit. Go back, open the app, see if it's picked up and your, your total running hours have increased. And uh, that's your location. Easy as that. Uh, my second question that crops up from time to time is, 
Are the connectors just designed for new machines or can they be fitted to existing ones? Used machines are fine as well. Um, obviously, our, our new it's a new product, so our, our still new machines come out and they've got locations for them and we've got all the literature and videos and things all geared up for it. However, older machines, again, third-party stuff as well, can all be done. And a nice feature that you put in the app or on the portal if you're setting up on there is that you can estimate or if you know the number of hours exactly how many hours the machine's already done and then that'll sort of preload uh, the connector so that you're everything on top of 100 hours let's say um, from then on out and if it's an mtronic machine you can plug it into sds and that'll tell you so there's no guessing yeah, absolutely so yeah that's a, that's a great point and um yeah for dealers if you're buying it in shop then they'll be able to plug in and uh, and get that exactly for you Okay, moving on now, and a consistent theme from customers is that because it has GPS functionality, or rather it can borrow the GPS function from the customer's phone, they can presume it can be used as an anti-theft tracker device. Could you just explain why this isn't the case? Yeah, it's, it's one we hear all the time, and um, one that we know there's a big demand for, but the connected as it is today uh, doesn't have that functionality. So we've got to remember it's an hour meter with Bluetooth connectivity. It doesn't have a SIM card in it or a GPS module or anything like that. So it's just got the Bluetooth connectivity. So it only knows its location when connected to a phone or other Bluetooth device that knows where it is. So your phone's got a GPS module in it. So therefore, whenever it's connected, it logs whereabouts it is on the planet, and that's the last known location when it was connected. If it's not connected and it goes walkies, then unfortunately we don't have that at the moment. Again, it's something we've been asked about a lot. Of course, we're looking into it, but adding uh, extra features and uh, technology into it, of course, is going to add to costs and uh, the added marketing complications with that as well. But yeah, that, that's how it works. Um, so it is useful um, for, for sort of losing uh, your tool so say if it's left at a job somewhere and you and you ran your app opened your app it was connected and you could see all the tools were in or around the vehicle when uh, when you were packing up to going home and then you got off back to your yard and it's not there anymore you can check and you can see whereabouts it was oh, okay mrs jones's house oh, must have been left on the driveway and it actually wasn't in the back of the van so from that point of view you've got a level of tracking and it'll give you a time of that last known pairing as well exactly yeah that's it so you so to a certain level it's, it's useful there on the tracking but not full-on um like car trackers and that yeah because the primary purpose of connected is to improve maintenance not theft protection i guess Will it make a connection with your phone even if the chainsaw, for example, it's connected to isn't running? So if I carried it from my garage down the road, would the GPS be updating then? Um, yeah, so you can search. So whenever you're in the app and if you've got it running in the background and it depends on the settings of your phone. So if you've got Bluetooth constantly connected and that sort of thing, so you can change all that. But if it sees the connector uh, nearby, that will update the latest at that point. So it doesn't have to be running. So it's, it's caught me a few times when I've had products and things that I've got. I said, hang on a minute, why is it, why is it telling me the last, uh, the last update time then? I, didn't, I wasn't using it then. It's actually, the, the hours didn't change, but it, uh, it's just connected and had a look at it. You just walked past it with the app running. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, my last question for you is a common scenario, and it's where the same machine is going to be used by two 
multiple different operators. Can you link the connector to two different phones? Because otherwise, if one person goes on holiday for two weeks, for example, I imagine the runtime wouldn't update the app until he got back to work. Yep. Yes, you can connect it to multiple multiple phones. And uh, yeah, that's one of the the key features and enabling it for an entire fleet. So that's sort of as you get into the more fleet management advanced options. So that's what you'd call setting up employees. So you have one account that's the, sort of the account owner for all the tools on your on your connected portal or app. And then within that, on the dealer port on the not dealer portal, on the customer portal that the fleet manager would use, he can then go in and assign employees. Um, so he can say, okay, Ruben, you're going to be an employee of mine, um, and then assign the rights, and then you will get a invite email saying, please come join my fleet, and then you can go in, uh, sign in on the app with that login. Uh, and all the machines will be there ready and waiting. Exactly. all Everything's there, um, and it's exactly the same for everyone, so they can all see what's going on, and uh, no matter where they are, they can all have visibility of the products uh, and the machine statuses. Lovely. Johnny, thank you very much for your time. No problem. Thank you. So in summary, Connected can be set up on third-party machines, no problem, from motorbikes to microwaves. Be careful advertising it as an anti-theft device, just because as soon as the connector and the associated phone are 10 metres apart, it will no longer update the location. And finally, if there's more than one user of a machine, you can set up employees in the Pro Portal, and that means the connector can associate itself with more than one phone. What's next? The dealer portal, and to talk through this side of things, I'm joined by Ben. Hello there. Can you give a quick intro, please? Yes, yeah, so my name's Ben Beaumont. I'm the product training team manager for Steel GB. And you're going to help me run through the dealer portal. So first things first, for a dealer that's signed up to this, what information can it give to their workshop or sales staff? Well, it gives the dealer um, and the workshop access uh, or visibility rather of the customer's machines with the customer's permission, of course. So you can look into a customer's machine. You can see the runtime, for example, that the machines had. Uh, You can see when it's due a service and you can see any maintenance that it's already had, whether that's been completed by the dealer or even by the customer. It's basically giving you the visibility Um, and building up, helping you to build up a picture of the sort of life and the sort of maintenance that the machine has already had um, and any maintenance, more importantly, from your side, that it's due. And it gives you the option then to, you know, to contact the customer, um, puts you more in touch with the customer with a view to completing that maintenance more efficiently. Another good thing to point out that it doesn't share any location or personal information. It's not showing you where the machine is kept or where the machine is used. It's just showing you the hours of usage that each machine in that customer's account has had and any maintenance that it might be due at that point. For example, let's say a hedge cutter that's due a a gearbox greasing every 25 hours. Sometimes it can be quite difficult to guess when that 25 hours is up. So the customer might be bringing a machine in too early um or or way too late or not at all um so it gives you a much more accurate uh, idea of the sort of life that the machine has had and if you know perhaps there's a problem with the machine and a customer saying it's only had a couple of hours use you've got quite a clear picture that no actually maybe it's had a bit more than that um and it might help you to diagnose a, a problem better um and because it puts you in touch with the machines um that the customer owns 
it allows you to plan in maintenance more efficiently too. So, for example, if you can see that Mr. Smith has got a fleet of hedge cutters that are all due a service, it allows you to contact him to let him know that, order in all the parts in advance. So rather than the machine being brought in, sitting in the workshop for a couple of days while the parts are on order and then carrying out the uh, the uh, the job once you've got those bits, it allows it to all be done much more seamlessly and quickly for the customer too. Yeah, so the customer doesn't have to worry about personal information getting out or anything like that? No, none whatsoever. So, you know, so first of all, the customer has to agree and give the dealer permission to see the machine and it is only the machine, the hours of usage um, that it's seeing, no other information. Yeah, so there's nothing else going on in that respect. Okay, so for somebody who might be a bit sceptical of all this, can you give some real-life tangible benefits to using this? Well, firstly, it's putting you in much closer contact with your customer. Um, You know, the customer, when they buy their machine and they use the connected app, they've got the option then to, as well as record all of their machine information and serial number, they can select you as the dealer that they bought that machine from. Mm -hmm. The benefit that that gives you is if the customer then needs help or assistance with their machine uh, or they want to book it in for a service, there's a really simple option in the app to contact your dealer and that puts the customer directly in touch with you as the steel connected um, servicing dealer based on the information that you've set up in your dealer account so making sure that that contact information is correct means it's going to the right person to the right workshop when the customer asks for help so it's putting you in much closer yeah much closer contact with the customer yeah so it's a case of making sure you pick an email address that's uh, used regularly rather than it going straight into the void yeah, so right, you know, if if you want it uh, to go to the workshop, for example, absolutely make sure that that's the email address um, that is going to the right person and and not to a generic, you know, info email address perhaps that only gets checked once a month. Yeah, once a month wouldn't be great. Um, and my last question before we run out of time is: obviously, the customer can set themselves up with a connected account, no problem. But a dealer account is a little bit different. Can you outline what this process is, please? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. So the first thing just to mention is that Steel Connected is a different system to B2B or any other accounts that you might have already set up with us. So you need to get yourself set up as a connected dealer with us. It's very straightforward to do. You just need to send an email to connected at steel.co.uk with your full name uh, or the name of the person that you want to be the account owner as such, your dealer account number, and your email address that you want associated with the account. And it's important to note that the email address does need to be a fresh email address. That's one that you haven't already used if you've downloaded and set up the app, um, for example, if you're, you know, as a customer. So it just needs to be a fresh email address that you want to be the one that is used for your workshop or whoever, you know, whoever you want to see that email. Yeah, so separate from if you've got a demo fleece of machines set up on an app, a different email address to that. Yeah, yeah. And we would recommend it's probably an, an email address that the workshop or the workshop manager has regular access to, because that's the email address where the customer is going to contact you through the app, for example. Got it. And uh, once the dealer portal is set up, there are a few steps you need to talk the customer through in order for the circle to be complete. Uh, can you explain what these are, please? Yeah, it's really easy for the customer to do as well. Um, so once the customer has their app, um, they just download the Steel Connected app from the the App Store, whether that's Apple or Google Play Store, Um, they need to just select you as their dealer on the app. And and they need to agree as they go through the process of selecting the dealer. There's a little slider 
um, yes or no slider that agrees for you to see their machine information or not. Um, we would obviously recommend that the customer sets that to yes, because then that allows you as a dealer to see the machine information and advise them accordingly. And one idea is to do this on the counter before the customer leaves, uh, because it's all cloud-based. As soon as the customer does this, it'll update pretty instantly. Yes, it's all, all pretty instantaneous, yeah. And there is one uh, third step that you can do to make things even more seamless. Mm-hmm. By having uh, a username and an email address for the app, the customer by default also has a portal login to. It may or may not be something that they're using regularly. Um, if they're a domestic customer, it's probably not something that they would use, but obviously the portal is really, really useful for large end user groups and sort of fleet managers. But one thing that you do need to do, you just go to connect.steel.com as the customer. They log into their account using the same login that they would use for their app. And there's a little option in their account settings that we recommend that they tick that allows the dealer to have a little bit more um, access to the customer's machines. And what that allows you to do is that when a machine comes in for a service, the dealer can actually then mark that machine off as service or maintenance completed rather than the customer having to do that. So there's another little thing that just makes it a little bit easier and seamless for the customer. Lovely. Thank you very much for your time, Ben. You're welcome. Thank you. For more episodes, training videos, e-learning courses and more, please visit steeltraining.com. If you have a topic you'd like to hear on a future episode, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know by emailing learning at steel.co.uk. Thanks for listening.